Yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmit. We are back in the building. Summit, what's good, baby? What's going on, man? It's been a while. It has been quite some time, sir. It definitely has. We took a an impromptu week off. Um, yeah, it was your birthday week. We had to. Okay, that's Even not why we took it off. Do we want to talk about this why we took it off? Uh, no, we don't. All right, <laughs> we, no, so. we don't. <laughs> oh, boy. Why are you going to put my business out there like that? Jesus Christ. I did not say a word. You... You've okay, said more fine. than anything I've said already. All right, fine. Yeah, no, we somebody had some things to tend to, okay? Yes, Dunmouth had things to do. One of us had things to tend to. <laughs> it was definitely just you, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it could be either one of us. <laughs> All right, well, we're um, back. It's been uh, how was, two weeks. Yeah, it's been so long. How's your fucking birthday, man? Happy birthday, dude. Happy thank you, fucking thank birthday. Thank you, thank you. Listeners, please wish happy birthday to Summit in your DMs if you haven't already. <laughs> in his DMs. <laughs> yeah, please please write to your own DMs. <laughs> <laughs> How was your birthday, dude? Shit it was good, man. It was really good. It was a yeah? lot of fun. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm like one of those people. I don't really care about my birthday. I'll be honest. Like, you know, it comes yeah. around every year. It's just to me, it's like, okay, it's just another day. You yeah. find people wish you and stuff and it feels nice, but you know, I've never really tried to make a big deal out of it, at least not in recent years. You know, as you get older, you care less and less about it, I feel like. Yeah. Um, or at least I do. And so, yeah, this year I just kind of felt like, you know what? I just want to do something simple, do something chill, casual, get mm-hmm. some friends together, do some dinner, just like we used to when we were teenagers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you couldn't go out. All you could do was go get dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but from my snaps, from the stories that I saw, I definitely didn't look chill quote well okay, okay so that's what i wanted all right <laughs> from the snaps that i saw it looked very lit it was a liddy committee situation it was a lituation <laughs> if i might be so myself sure <laughs> where do you slang and uh, try to act professional at the same time oh uh, yeah no I, it was pretty lit it, it got a little uh, a little out of hand at times but um uh-huh. it was nice it was fun uh yeah. There was a lot of people that came through, a lot of people that, you know, filtered in and out, thought they was in town. So, you know, it was nice to have him around. We missed you, though. You know, wish you were I able know, to make man. it. But, I you can't know. believe I missed it, man. I, f- I had so much FOMO that whole weekend sitting here fucking just working away. Uh, it was terrible. I missed out so badly. Yeah, you had uh, other priorities to tend to. I did. But I was busy as fuck, and it was that was annoying, man. I'm kind of mad I missed out, but that's okay. My birthday's coming up, so we'll celebrate again. We'll celebrate together, birthday bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's still birthday month. Uh, you get to celebrate all month. I get to celebrate all month. So, so are we saying that it's also your birthday now? <laughs> Happy birthday, Thunmid. Hey, thank you. All listeners, please DM him. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, yeah, no, I'm kind of the same way. I don't really make a big deal out of my birthday either. Um, especially for me, like my birthday is the end of the month and it always falls right around the time of uh, the Yuba City Nagurgitan. And we've been going there and setting up stall with Roots Gear and selling for like the past, I don't know what, like 12 or 15 years now it's been, like for a really long time. Jesus, it's been 15 years. Yeah, I think we started in 2006 or seven mm-hmm. so it's it's been quite a while <laughs> um and uh every every year it just because it falls right around the corner from that i'm either traveling like i'm either on my way to california during that time or i'm like super busy you know last minute preparations and stuff or whatever like always have something or the other going on right and so i don't really always get to celebrate but yeah i'm i'm kind of like the same like uh you know i i like to be low-key have like you know nice dinner and stuff with my friends and family um this year i think we're gonna celebrate hafsa and i uh we're gonna my other friend hafsa 
we are celebrating our birthdays together, November mm-hmm. 9th weekend. Me, Sumit, Hafsa, three of us, we're going to have a <laughs> birthday celebration in New York City, November 9th. So that's exciting. Bro, by the time November rolls around, it's not my birthday anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, if, man. My birthday was one day. I'm okay with just making it your guys' birthday. It's all good. <laughs> we're still celebrating. Um, um so okay we're gonna come up to you're gonna come up to new york with uh it's gonna be yourself and uh hafsa aka half and half who which no. shout out to her too she made me like a nice piece for my birthday uh in our yeah piece. what the um, fuck hafsa if you're listening to this can you stop stealing my friends summit is my fucking friend like making <laughs> portraits and shit for my friends and like she was like this is funny as shit she goes i'm booking a table for us i was like okay cool she was like we need we can get like 15 people i was like cool um i was like all right so like who's on the list she's like summit's down i was like what the fuck that's on that's from my <laughs> list how you gonna take my friend <laughs> all right in her defense she had reached out to me to ask for help in terms of planning for the birthday right uh, so she was asking where to do it you know uh, how many how many not how many people to invite because I, I don't that's not up to me but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like where to do it where to go out afterwards and stuff and so yeah, I was like, yeah, all yeah. right you know what let me i'll help you guys out gotcha um okay, that's what happened yeah well, that's cool worlds collide that's cool i stole one of her friends i was like <laughs> i was like dana's down since <laughs> that's her best friend <laughs> um no it's a little tit for tat action <laughs> yeah definitely getting back at her yep it's my schedule is crazy man like from basically like starting now every weekend is booked till fucking new year's all the way like it's it's either some sort of event or it's uh some sort of wedding event or it's something uh, something or the other it's all right listen we get it man you're popular we get it we get I'm it i'm not popular i'm just you just told us that for the next what 10 weeks you're busy, right? Yeah. Which well, by the way, can we just can we just shout popular. out the end of a decade? Wow. Happening Holy in 10 shit. weeks. Like how crazy is that? Wow. I didn't even think about that. Don't we don't you feel old? The 2010s are going to be over. Exactly, man. It's going to be 2020. The year 2000 will no longer be a teenager. Let the record show that Thunder is the only one laughing at that. That was a good one. Y2K is going to be in its 20s. All right. That's moving so right, right along there. That's so fucking All right. So it's crazy because like 2020 is the year that we used to look at back when we were younger and be like, oh my God, that's going to be the future, right? Like cars are going to be floating and flying everywhere nobody's going to be driving on the road <laughs> right the yeah. future is going to be so advanced we're going to be doing yeah. all these crazy things it's going to be like the jetsons like from back in the yeah. day right yeah we don't have any of that shit well kind of we have it's, robots it's, that's the only thing those, those aren't even regular robots those are apparently sex robots now <laughs> can we talk about sex robots first of all <laughs> Okay, Some, let's somehow somehow now sex robots brought, comes up a lot on this, on look, this podcast. You brought this up, okay? I didn't bring this up. You brought this up. Did we Fair talk enough. about it on the podcast already? No, no, not in okay. not in any type of detail. But all right, so now let's get into it. Okay, let's talk oh, about sex robots. All right. One, what is it? What do you mean? Two, like okay. So I've heard the term a lot, and like yeah. I want to know. So is it like a human-like body? Yes. It is a robot? Yes, it's a it's a lifelike robot that okay. looks like a person. Okay. Right? Any person? No, like. I don't know if it's customizable like <laughs> like you just 3D print a face on there or some shit. <laughs> okay. But, but it, obviously it's not like good looking. <laughs> No, no. Obviously, if it's a sex robot, it's got to be able to. Then I don't know how. This is a weird conversation already. <laughs> um, okay, go on. So, oh, like, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so it feels like a human. You know, I would imagine. I, I have no experience. Okay, cool. Okay. I have no experience with this, but no, I thought I maybe would imagine you read that's up, what. I, th- yeah. I thought maybe you read up about it or something. <laughs> no, it's not really an area I care to research. <laughs> 
thought maybe this was part of your independent study or something. I don't know. Like, hmm, dating apps are working out. Let me see what else is out there. <laughs> That's the natural next yeah. step, you know? Okay. Okay, say, let, let me give you a hypothetical, okay? Hypothetical. Okay. Say you have a girlfriend. Better yet, mm-hmm. say you were married. Say you okay. had a wife. Do you think your wife would allow you to have a sex robot? Okay, this is a very subjective question because it all depends on my wife. <laughs> okay. But before you even get to that point, why would I want one if I have a wife? Hmm. You get what Say, I'm saying? Like, yeah, can anything really okay. replace the real thing? I don't know. It depends on how good these things are. We'll just have to try them out, I guess. We'll have to read the reviews. Well, the thing is, look, obviously, if you're married, you're in a loving relationship, you have that person, and it's a real person you can actually have a conversation with. (laughs) So you're saying sex robots are non-conversational? I don't know, man. I don't know the details. Fine, fine, fine. You clearly don't know enough about sex robots. Could you imagine it's just like in the corner because you're not using it and it it says some shit to you? (laughs) Like, I'm just, I'm just wondering if it'll ever get to the point where the sex robot gets jealous. You know what I mean? <laughs> it starts giving you attitude. I see you're going out with your boys again. <laughs> when are you gonna make time for me? The sex robot's like, I can't remember the last time you went down on me. It's like, what? You're a robot. <laughs> oh dear lord. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, we need to transition out of this topic. Um, do we though? Because I have so many more questions now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's an interesting topic. Oh, um, oh man, what were we talking about before we started talking about? God, robots? I don't know. I don't we're remember about anymore. Birthdays <laughs> and the weekend and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about birthdays. I think. Yeah, well, we were, yeah, we talked up. about it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're past it now. Birthdays yeah. are coming up. Your your birthday's coming up. My birthday just passed. Yeah. Um, you know, a few other October birthdays coming up that, you know, stand out for me. So yeah. October is a very busy month in that respect. But Your brother's birthday is coming up. My brother's birthday is actually in two days. Two um, days. Fate's birthday is on Saturday. Yeah. Sure. Um, be sure to wish both of them happy birthday, my brother, Manith, yeah. and uh, our, yeah. our, our brother, collective brother, yes. Fate. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, uh, I, I was there when he got his new memories merch. So he picked that up from the hotel. Yeah, man, it looked crazy. And then there was two. So he had a show on Saturday in Hartford, Connecticut, which, by the way, didn't know there were Indian people up there. (laughs) Still, I'm not convinced there's a lot of Indian people people up there. (laughs) Um, But we went up there for the show, and uh, there were a, a few people in the audience that had the merch. Oh, nice! There you go. Yeah, yeah, man. Crazy, his yeah. his merch does well. This this batch, the new memories one, the collection did really well. Uh, it was super dope design. Babu, Babulicious designed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yours truly, Rootskir, produced it, and uh, yeah, I was really happy, man. It came out really nice. Put a good amount of effort into making, excuse me, making sure that everything was top notch, A one number one quality. And uh, yeah, I was, I'm I'm happy with that. I was happy with it. He's happy with it. That's sick, man. It looked really dope. I saw the the pieces he was wearing. Yeah, I gotta get you yours. I gotta get you a hoodie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Make sure you don't forget this time. No, I won't. I, won't. I gotta put it aside. <laughs> so he was tonight. wearing the uh, new memories hoodie, and then yeah. at the show he wore his uh, Kid Down Ladies shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that kid. That one came out sick too. Yeah, <laughs> that one ladies. was my that one was my idea. It was designed by me. So the new memories design was uh, designed by Babu, and then Kid the Ladies was designed by me. Gotcha. So, yeah, but was, I was happy Sh- with both. Shout out to you. Shout out to Babu. Shout out to Roots Gear in general. Yeah, yeah. You know, creating creating content and uh, merchandise for the for the culture. Oh yeah, man! Moving culture forward—that's that's what it's all about. We've got a lot of shit coming out, man. So much shit coming out in the next two months. It's gonna be insane. It's gonna be Damn. so insane. You guys yeah. are more lit than Supreme, man. Supreme kind of <laughs> fell off. <laughs> what happened oh, with Supreme? I actually just bought something last Thursday from Supreme. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, "Who's still buying Supreme?" 
it's you know why I'm I'm buying it now. It's because like, well, this is my first purchase in like probably more than a year. Right. Uh, uh, the last time I bought something was the they came out with a collab with Vans, which I think they had a collab this time with Vans too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had like these Vans shoes that I bought from them a year ago. Right. But um, this time they came out with this really cool design. It was like Arabic calligraphy. Uh, it had like Marrakesh written on it and stuff. I was like, that's pretty cool. And it's available. Like it's so easy to buy. <laughs> Unlike before, <laughs> like you would go on at 11 a.m. and within two minutes, everything would be sold out. Now yeah. I'm like casually strolling on there at like 1 p.m. And I'm like, oh, this is still available. Maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like uh, the allure has kind of worn off. I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't know, maybe what, it, it, what happens is with streetwear, especially like companies kind of go through their phases of, of success yeah. and it, it gets recycled every few years or every few months or whatever, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, maybe peaked, I've been ignorant man. to streetwear trends nowadays because like, you know, I'm yeah. 32 now, man. I can't be really rocking streetwear all the time anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They kind of peaked when they did the uh, when they did the Louis collab. That's when they kind of peaked. And plus, like once everybody found out that they were being, you know, um, and there was like a big investor coming in and all that stuff, and it, it kind of lost its. Um, I don't. Know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it lost it lost its like street credibility to a certain extent, right? Like right it kind of became too mainstream or too big. Yeah, it's just oversaturating of, the streets. Yeah, a lot of these brands are built on cultures or subcultures, mm-hmm. and they're backed by those communities. They're backed by people that support those cultures or partake in those cultures and subcultures. And so once those people, the core sort of audience that is your that's part of your community sees that you've become too big or too mainstream, they move on. They're like, fuck this. All right, I'm not going to rock Supreme anymore. I'm going to go buy Kith now, or I'm going to go buy uh, the hundreds or palace or uh, diamond supply or whatever it is basically. Cause they get that, they get that sort of um, small store boutique independent uh, culture, subculture feel. You know what I mean? That's what they're really looking for. Um, right otherwise what's stopping them from just going buying h&m you know i mean like if if that's what it's really about yeah yeah. i guess that's true it's just interesting to see because streetwear i feel like it's gotten mainstream like it's not so much of a subculture anymore 100 percent. right and it's like even though we still have companies like nike adidas and you know the powerhouses in certain certain parts of the clothing industry people still rock them you know i mean people are still buying them Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's interesting because that doesn't necessarily happen with streetwear brands, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, they don't maintain their, their levels of success or revenue, um, you know, consistently it comes and goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, there's definitely ebbs and flows. 100%. I mean, I, I've experienced that personally with Roots Gear. There's been years that have been amazing and then there's been years that have been slow. And I think <clears throat> a lot of it has to just do with, there's so many different variables. Like for us, um a lot of it has to do with the content we put out the partnerships that we have mm-hmm. uh, but also has to do with the amount of competitors like i'll give you an example and i i was writing about this um in, in the book that i've been that i started a while ago remember mm-hmm. um, i was writing about this i was going through this <clears throat> i was going through our instagram our root scare instagram i saw that we were following like two three thousand different accounts or whatever <laughs> and you know about this because you were yes very upset. i was very upset about that <laughs> for those who don't know okay Roots so I, is a brand I, that i keep close to my heart because of Dunmit <laughs> and sunmit but they unfollowed me on Twi- on uh, instagram out of I, the blue i did not do that well who knew that you had like this unfollow app or whatever that notifies Listen, you who's unfollowing it's not important. you? <laughs> it's not important how I found out. That's not the point. That's so petty. I've been using it for years for my own in, like my own analytics. Okay. Uh, my personal analytics. <laughs> You're conducting an independent study. 
<laughs> no, this is how I track my usage and my. Uh, Shut uh, up. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is how you keep track I'm, of. I'm trying to make. I'm which trying to one, which one of your exes no has unfollowed you? <laughs> okay. Oh boy. So we hired somebody new at Rootsgear to run our social media, mainly run our Instagram. And I merely just told her, I said, hey, why don't you go through the list of people we're following and just do a cleanup? Like just get rid of whatever seems like, you know, before I had my personal account, I had I was just using Rootsgear as my own personal account. So I had I have a, had a bunch of friends on there and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, you can like unfollow those, you know, accounts and unfollow whatever inactive accounts and stuff like that. And literally like the first two or three accounts that she unfollowed was you and our best friend Sachi. <laughs> Yeah. And you messaged me right away. Sumit was like, Sumit was like, what the fuck is going on? I was, I was like, like, how oh. dare you? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But anyway, to my point. Um, so then I was like, hey, let me take care of this for a little bit because uh, people are upset. <laughs> um, so uh, I was going through there and I started looking at the accounts that we followed. I have this habit of anytime I see like a new desi brand or streetwear brand or whatever, you know, I like to show support because I've been in this game like 15 years. I like to show support, follow them, say, hey, what's going on? Cool content, whatever. Let me know if you ever need anything, blah, blah, blah. Just like introduce myself basically. I'm like a good friendly neighbor. <laughs> and so... I started going through this list and I kid you not, like I unfollowed, like I got tired, but like in the span of like a hundred, uh, in the span of like an hour or so, I unfollowed like more than a hundred plus 200 something accounts, all that were inactive. And in this batch of people that I was accounts that was unfollowing, there was brands, there were bloggers, there's photographers there's um uh, all sorts of like different like influencers and things like that like there were there were people on there that had like maybe 5000 followers but then there were accounts that had like 10,000 50,000 i even unfollowed some people that had like 150,000 followers their last post was from like 2017 mm -hmm. and i was like holy shit so what i'm trying to say is i guess the point that i'm trying to make is fashion streetwear in general like you the the biggest struggle is staying afloat like the biggest struggle is sustainability longevity can you survive the bad years can you yeah. like can you really go through the failures and do you really have the heart to handle that much disappointment till you finally get to a point where you're like oh shit like i'm doing okay like i'm doing well I, I guess it would have been interesting to see all those accounts that you follow that you say that are kind of relatively dead now, like especially yeah. the brands that are dead now. How so much did many. they grow to before that happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would have been, I, I don't know, maybe as a cautionary tale study or something, like it would have been cool to see what, you know, yeah. what caused that or what level they capped out at. Because I feel like the lifespan for certain things these days is so low or short rather yeah. that sometimes it's hard to gauge where you went right and where you went wrong so like it's you know respect to you guys especially and other brands that have existed for you know 10 plus years yeah it's such a testament to consistency hard work and what you mentioned earlier longevity right yeah so i think it's it's interesting to see the waves especially within fashion within streetwear yeah. within brands in general um but also it's it's good to appreciate the um, the ones that have been consistent and have grown on a consistent level as well. Like, yeah. I think and, that and the, just helps build that customer loyalty and brand recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And that, that's like one of the things that Bobby Hundreds talks about and even uh, Damon John talks about. He talks about like when you build a brand, like if you truly want a successful brand, you have to build community around your brand. Yeah. Like you, ha you have to, you can't just be this virtual being you know what i mean so that's why like a lot of people don't understand it but it's important for me to be a part of 
different events that happen in New York City, events that happen in Washington, D.C., events that happen in California. It's important for me to go out there, show face and like, you know, show our product to people in person so that people can see that, okay, this is a real thing. Once they meet me or meet you, whoever it is, like once they get to meet the person behind the brand and have a short conversation with them, automatically they become a part of your community, right? And so you in order for you to build like a really successful brand, that's one important thing. There's a lot of things that go into it, but that's one important thing is you definitely got to build community around your shit. Yeah, absolutely. There has to be a social aspect no matter what, because that's one way nowadays, especially with all the social media platforms that people connect with things in general, right? Brands, people, ideas, products. It's, it's a thing. Um, It needs, you need to have that just like corporate, or large corporations have something called social responsibility that's part of you know maintaining the the local ecosystem of the social ecosystem that they're involved in based on their geography or the just the industries that they're they all uh participate in um so yeah not really sure where to go from here from there but uh but, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, to bring it home, I think I think that has been the reason why Supreme has kind of fallen off is because I think I think they lost that sense of community when they when they got so big and they got so mainstream. I think the community that was backing them for such a long time mm-hmm. eventually was just it, it became anyone and everyone. You know what I mean? It used to be you knew oh, these are the people that buy Supreme. These are the people that resell Supreme. And then all of a sudden it became anyone and everyone. And you had no idea, like you had no idea who you could trust, who you couldn't trust, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like the com- the community just pretty much, I feel like dissipated. But yeah, anyway. I'm curious to see if the resale market has helped maybe contribute to the destruction of how popular streetwear brands kind of fizzle out. Hmm, interesting. Similar to how, so Nike used to do this thing where various shoe stores, yeah. you know, unbranded or private shoe stores or whatever, would have Nike accounts. And so yeah. Nike would provide them with certain sneakers on a weekly, monthly basis, whatever. Right. And recently they've been taking away their accounts from all these kind of mom and pop st- shops so that they can focus on their retail in-store at Nike stores themselves. Oh, at their own locations. Gotcha. Right. So I'm curious to know if maybe that's also what the streetwear industry is seeing as well. Huh. That is interesting. Huh. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be talking more about stuff like this at the Slashy Summit on November 9th in New York City. Uh, Check out Brown Girl Magazine uh, and sign up to uh, come attend the Slashy Summit. There's going to be a lot of cool workshops panels um vendors you can do a lot of shopping it's gonna be a lot of networking so if you're a brown person that's a creative or uh, or a entrepreneur or a sidepreneur aspiring entrepreneur aspiring creative whatever um definitely definitely check out slashy summit you definitely need to be there it is gonna be a great great event so i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be doing a workshop on uh uh, starting e-commerce businesses uh, and clothing brands and stuff like that. So it's gonna be cool. That's awesome, man. I, I think I would I would say that anybody out there listening who has an interest in pursuing this type of thing, definitely go check it out. Definitely go check out his workshop. Um, I think you know, based off the conversation we just had, you can tell that he has a lot of knowledge on, this, on these um, types of subjects. Aww. So definitely go check out. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe lose my train of thought, you fuck. <laughs> no, I mean he's got a lot of knowledge on this on these issues and these subjects. So definitely go check out the summit. Go check out yeah. his workshop. Go hit him up on on uh, social media. Pick his brain. Um, you know he lo- he'll talk to you about this as much as you want to hear about it. So one hundred percent, anytime. Um, you know what we haven't done in a while. What's that? We haven't done offbeat offbeat news headlines in a while. What do you mean? We've done them in the last two episodes. Oh, did we? Oh, okay, yeah. then maybe we should skip. Maybe, should we skip? No, that? no, we won't skip it. We'll save it for a little bit. We'll, we'll, uh, okay, we we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yo, by the way, so one of the things that I think 
or a few of the things that have come up since the last time we recorded an episode was uh, first the Joker movie came out, Ooh, which yes. I have not seen yet, but talk you have. Yes, talk about. It. Oh, what? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yet. I've been busy, man. It was my birthday over the weekend. What was oh, I gonna have to talk? Oh, the fuck! How are we supposed to talk about it if you haven't seen it? Well, I was gonna say you can talk about it <laughs> without oh, okay. spoiling oh. it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm so down to talk about. It. Okay, let's talk about the Joker movie. I saw it on Sunday night. Okay, hold on. Before you get started, what? Right. Yeah. Let me tell you what I've seen in terms of the reviews. Okay. Sure. Both from people as well as what I've read online and stuff. Right. Okay, go for it. So I'm a big supporter of Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like I make a lot of my movie judgments based on Rotten Tomatoes what, you ratings. Like donate to them or some shit. Or what? No, I don't. I don't. Why would I do that? They do it for free. Why would I donate to them? <laughs> like I'm a big supporter. Yeah. Okay. Like they're not running for office or some shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if they were, no, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I just like to check what other people and what critics have to say about these movies. Yeah. And so for the Joker movie. The audience rating was higher than the critics' rating, but that's not, not necessarily a bad thing. What's the rating? Um, let me tell you in one second. So the uh, critic rating is 68%, and the audience okay. rating was 89%. 68%? Really? Yeah, but what do critics know, man? They're looking for certain things in movies. I don't give a shit about yeah, what critics about to have say, to say. It's fairly low, man. Yeah, that's there's like four hundred something critics. There's forty one thousand, forty two thousand people that went to go see it and reviewed it, right? That's a C so, plus. <laughs> no, sixty eight percent is like a D plus, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's a D plus. My yeah, bad. but the audience rating is eighty nine percent. Yeah, that's more. That's what I would give it, honestly. Like I would give it a B plus, A minus. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a perfect movie for you. I mean, like. I, I think the reason why it wasn't perfect is because Heath Ledger has left such a large imprint mm -hmm. on you know who the Joker is in terms of the character right. that it's really hard to retrain your brain to like somebody else playing that role. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, like if he had played this role, holy shit, like oh my god, this movie would be a A plus plus. But you know, it, it's just, there, it was a new person playing the role, so it kind of took some time. Mm -hmm. The first half of the movie, like the first hour, I would say, is really slow. Like, I was like, I'm dying. I was like, fuck, this is taking forever. Like, what's going on? Um, but then the second half of it really comes together, like, really well, and it makes you appreciate the the hour that you waited for it to come for for the for the you know story to unfold and it goes into like so many different uh i think we've kind of known this in the batman series from the beginning like we've kind of known that the joker is a product of his of his environment right mm -hmm. uh that's kind of been apparent from the beginning like even in the dark knight and even before that um but they they basically really shed light on that aspect a lot like right. you know they they t they showed how the system really let him down and like the people around him let him down and you know uh how he basically like in, in layman's terms is like he became a product of his environment like you could you there were times in the movie where you know he did shit that you were like oh my god that's fucked up but then there were also moments in the movie where you're like, I feel so sad and I feel so bad for him. Like I, I, I sympathize with the Joker. Right. So it, it just took you on this like roller coaster of emotions where you were like, do I feel bad? Is, is what he's, <laughs> is what he's doing justified or not? Like, do I blame him or do I not blame him? I'm so confused. Right. But that's the, that was, that was like the great part of the movie is like, it just kept you on your toes and kept, kept making you think whether uh you know everything that he was doing was justified or not and and his so, him as a person and his character was really his fault or not like all those different things it was a it was really well done gotcha yeah i need to go see that soon but it's interesting that you mentioned heath ledger um and if he if he had been in it that it would have been better Oh yeah, ten times better. I loved Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, 
Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises uh, was like one of the best performances in my lifetime that I've seen. So it's interesting that you say that because just the other day I looked at a ranking of all the different Jokers that have existed in the Batman universe. Uh-huh. And that included all the movies, all the TV, old TV shows, all the cartoons, yeah. right, that have been about Batman and had the Joker character in them. Yeah. Heath Ledger barely made the top five. Really? Yeah. When, and and this, is, this is... This is a, like I said, in my lifetime. So, like, when were yeah. the other Jokers around? Like, in well, the early... Uh, we've seen maybe? most of them. Really? In the top five, Joaquin Phoenix was number one. What? Yeah. Seriously? And then number two or three was like Jack Nicholson, which I'm not sure if you've seen those. I haven't seen when the was Batman that? that old ago. I mean, they were yeah, a long time ago, probably like yeah, in the... But I thought that was interesting because I haven't seen the new Joker movie and I do want to go see it. And funnily enough, um, the, when Jared Leto played the Joker in Suicide Squad, uh-huh. that was supposedly one of the worst Jokers ever. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know anything about Jared Leto, he's a method actor, which means that he goes into character outside of the movie so that when he's shooting the movie, yeah. right? Yeah, he's yeah. technically still in character. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He doesn't break character at all. Yeah. Which means that he was going around acting like the Joker when he wasn't <laughs> shooting the movie. Oh my god, that's so creepy. So not only did to do say, that and then to be mentioned as well. Heath Ledger too? So with Heath Ledger, they said that he wasn't method, but um his performance was just so iconic yeah. simply because it was the first time that the Joker character had been played in such a dark manner right oh, okay. like the dark knight was a gritty batman movie compared yeah, yeah. to the, the past movies right yeah but heath ledger's character or his performance in that was iconic one because it, it took a different approach to the character but yeah. two because of his passing afterwards oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it kind of amplified that um that whole kind of persona that he put on for the character itself. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, my brother's calling. <clears throat> anyway. Um, but it's interesting that you said that. So I definitely want to go see it. Um, no, you should definitely need to go make it. time to go see that. Maybe did this they week. say that about Brian Cranston breaking bad or no? Uh, I don't think he's in the new movie. Is that, if that's what you're talking no, about? No, uh, no, I'm talking about breaking bad. Like what? Uh, um, oh. this uh, new terminology that you're talking about, like the method actor or whatever? No, so method acting is just a, a simple technique that some actors use. So I'll give you an example, another example. Um, Ross from the, from Friends, right? Yeah. David, played by David Schwimmer. Yeah. He was method acting for that. Okay. Which means that he was always in the Ross character, right, even right, when right. they weren't shooting. Right. I think who else is like that? There's, I'm sure there's a pretty substantial list online somewhere about you yeah. know who other method actors are, especially ones that are famous. Yeah. But method acting is a very different and and, and unique approach to acting in general. It's interesting. Um, if you want to look up the list, you definitely should, because I think it would be interesting to see who's on that list and then compare it to those performances. Um, or compare those performances against other method actors as well that, you know, just yeah. to see what it's like. But anyway, um, <laughs> since you brought up the new Breaking Bad, El Camino had come out, I think, on, on my birthday on the 11th on yeah, Friday. Yeah, just past I Friday. have not seen it yet. Still haven't gotten haven't, around to it. I haven't seen it yet either, man. But, but I'm definitely trying to watch it soon. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 95% critic rating. Oh, it, shit. Seriously? Yeah, and an 83% audience rating. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, it's so interesting to see the disparity sometimes. But anyway, for this movie in particular, from what I've read in terms of reviews and all that without trying to spoil too much, apparently it was an unnecessary movie. It was entertaining. I don't know if it answered too many questions. Exactly. Like, I think... I don't know. Maybe I feel I feel like the window well, between when Breaking Bad ended and this movie was too big, right? Well, I mean, because like, what else could you possibly do to the movie? There weren't any 
unanswered questions. Nobody had any unanswered questions at the end of that series. That series was, and Aaron Paul talked about it. I think he was on um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon or one of those, and he said it himself. Like Breaking Bad, the series was so fucking perfect. The ending was so perfect that there was no reason to ever touch it. There was, there's no reason to ever be like. Oh, maybe we'll do a reboot, or oh, maybe we'll make a sequel, whatever. And so I can see why people would say, "Hey, this was good, but it was unnecessary." Like I, I, I think I would kind of understand that because there's nothing like I'm kind of going back and watching Breaking Bad now just because I was like, "Yo, I, I kind of want to get into that," you know, leading up to the movie. Right. But there was nothing like it ended so well it closed every single mm, i had some questions like what i we do remember talk, having some questions talk about breaking bad because you know, that's so, I, so i mean questions. the questions were what happened to them afterwards where did they go what happened to the money? right what happened to who the money remember they had gone into the desert and buried all that money oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. okay right yeah. Which I'm sure but when you rewatch it, you'll see. Didn't those guys... Oh, so they dug it up. They found it, though. Yeah, yeah, but what happened to the guys after that, right? It wasn't yeah. a happily ha- live happily ever after type of situation. Wait, they all died. What are you talking about? Who? Who all died? The gang. The the just... Uh, which, what's his name? Todd or whatever the fuck the guy's name's his family. The uncle and shit. Those crazy guys. The crazy guys at the last episode that got killed by Walt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about Brian Cranston's character uh-huh. and Aaron Paul's character, right? Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. yeah. What What happened to them afterwards? Because that was Walter, unclear. Well, Walter White died. Right. That was obvious. Yeah. Pinkman escaped, and that was that was a good ending to the series. Like, but that's what I mean. We don't. We didn't know for sure that Brian Cranston's character, Walt Whitman, died. Walter White. Walt. Walter White. Walt Whitman. <laughs> Walt Well, yeah, no, he was dead. It was obvious. Like, yeah. We don't know that. There's no way to know for sure because they never showed showed his body. I thought it was pretty obvious that he died. I thought it was pretty obvious that they were like, he's dead. Because he, you know, like, even when the cops arrested him, like, cops came in and they didn't see him moving or anything. Like, you know, he was dead. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was dead. Like, it would be very Bollywood of them to be like, psych, he's not dead. I don't know if that's Bollywood. I feel like <laughs> that happens a lot in Hollywood too, because you never know. I guess, yeah. Um, but, yeah but anyway, then Jesse being free was like that was like a great sort of way to end the series. Like, oh my god, like this kid has been fucking trapped this whole time. He's been doing shit that he doesn't really want to do. If you go back and like, I went back and watched season one, episode one, and I was like, holy fuck, like this kid was just doing his. Own thing and he would have never been a murderer he would have never been a fucking you know crazy kingpin meth cooker or whatever if it wasn't for walter white who came and was like yeah we're gonna cook meth together and he was like okay i guess so like he was trapped that entire series he was trapped and so i guess i guess yeah i don't know we could get that's a long discussion to have about it. i love that series that series no, it was a great series. series one of my favorites i recently I, th- I would say last year i think i rewatched it yeah something like that uh, but excellent series but the thing is i think in terms of this movie in general i feel like a lot of the reviews um were based on the fact that i think most people thought that it was supposed to be a continuation of the story but in fact it's not supposed to be that it's supposed to be a offshoot, or mm. uh, what's the what's the Hollywood term? Spinoff, right? Spin-off, it's a yeah. spinoff version Kinda of like the same characters and, and 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 uh theme of the show, right? Yeah, I, like I never got into Better Call Saul. I just couldn't get into it. I, I tried, tried watching it. I couldn't get into it either. Yeah, if if Brian Cranston's not in it, I'm I'm not really you know into it. <laughs> it's not only that. I just feel like. Saul Goodman's character, like the guy who plays Saul Goodman, Bob Odenkirk, yeah, 
I'm not a huge fan of his style of acting. I don't know what it is yeah. about him. I don't. I, his voice really bothers me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's supposed to be a bit annoying. Like he's supposed to be this annoying guy. Yeah. You know? um, Even that one episode of uh, The Office, he was again. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. When he was playing the real estate company manager or whatever. Yeah, and Pam was going to interview yeah. for that. Like, oh <laughs> I'm going to do villain like, now. <laughs> yeah. Like, even that character annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah and, I think that's, like, his supposed to be his thing. Like, he's supposed yeah. to come off as annoying. And fun but fact yeah. about that, by the way, real quick. Uh-huh. He was supposed to be Michael Scott throughout the oh, whole Oh, he auditioned, right? Right, right, right. right? Well, he yeah. was the first in line. Yeah. And then some, Then Steve Carell came in and auditioned and just, and just killed it. Yeah. But anyway, um, back that. to Breaking Bad or El Camino. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, I want to see the movie. Uh, let's do a review next week when we when we've both seen it. I, yeah, I, like I think we should do that for sure. Detail. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to get into some offbeat news real quick before let's we do uh, it? Let's close, close out in a episode. bit. Yep. Yeah, I don't really. So you're cheating. You have like a link where you get all of these. I just like somehow search the internet and don't find much. I'm on like Google News. Bro, it's not called cheating. It's called being resourceful. I just <laughs> go on Google News and just keep scrolling till I find something hilarious. All right. Well, why don't I start and you can get to yes. looking for something interesting to read. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to scroll down. So oh. I know that you're new on Twitter. Yes. And I'm not sure <laughs> if you saw it. but Everybody follow a... me on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, please. So, otherwise, we're just gonna keep seeing him tweet stuff, screenshotting his <laughs> tweets, and posting it on Instagram. That's legit. The only reason I go on Twitter is so I could type it up, then I screenshot it, then I leave. I get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'm reporting you, 100. percent I'm reporting you. Don't don't disrespect Twitter that way, okay? <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Um, so there was a, a video that went viral on Twitter. I'm sure most of the the viewers or listeners rather saw it. Uh-huh. but a, some dude died he passed away of something right he, i guess he was old or something uh-huh. and he wrote a or he recorded a a message for his family and it was really funny so that they wouldn't cry did you see this i have not no because i'm not on twitter and dude I, yeah okay. he, he basically recorded something where he was yeah. like he starts knocking on wood he's like hey let me out of here. Meanwhile, his family's looking down at the coffin or casket that he's oh, in. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> and so they played this recording, and he's like, get me out of here. It's so dark. I can hear you guys laughing up there. <laughs> it, was, it was really comical. It was really funny. But oh, shit. that had gone viral. It was really uh, <laughs> really clever. I was like, yo, this is the way to die. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's this is how cool. funerals should be. Yeah. Um, instead of a cry fest, but, you know. Yeah, people are always sad. It ha- it happens. It's a natural thing. But it happens. <laughs> what? Like it's, things are sad, right? Yeah, you're gonna be okay. sad about losing people. Mm-hmm. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. All right. So, what's your offbeat news? Okay. What you got? First one. Oh my god! Why do I always get the sexual ones? <laughs> That's okay, when we talked about the sex robot. It was one of the offbeat news. That's what, that's true. It was. That was the last time we talked about it. Okay. Well, now we okay. know. Okay. Go ahead. Doctors warn women not to use toothpaste to tighten their vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have to give it to New York Post, which is the source of this article. Seriously? Women, what are you, ladies, what y'all doing out there? Why? Why is why is there toothpaste in your vagina? What's? What? I don't even want to know. I really don't. I think we just move on. What the, <laughs> that's just such a hilarious image, though. The mental image, of, like in the morning. You you you, you put, have to go there. In the morning, there's two toothbrushes. Oh my god. <laughs> One upstairs, one downstairs, and both simultaneously just brushing. <laughs> oh my god, ladies! I feel like that second toothbrush can't be electric. <laughs> oh, I guess it can. <laughs> ladies, get it together. Yeah, what Either y'all way, doing out there? Marks keep doing it. Fuck what the study says. 
right. Man brings emotional support clown to his firing. This is only funny if you can see the photo. There's a photo of a guy in a chair sitting next to a clown. And apparently he brought this fucking clown to his last day at work. So, That's kind of genius, but how did he know he was getting not that funny? You have all the funny ones. I hate you. Keep going. Your turn. <laughs> all right. Female jogger caught repeatedly pooing between cars during runs. <laughs> Yo, what the hell? You repeat that. What? Female jogger caught repeatedly <laughs> pooing between cars during her runs. During her runs. <laughs> yes, and runs is not a pun, but it should be <laughs> Yo, who is this? Who's the author of this article? Genius. <laughs> who this? Who this? Genius fucking person that they could have wrote you. during their jogs, but they didn't. They put during her runs. You know what? I guess whatever works for people, right? Some people drink coffee in the morning. <laughs> Some people drink tea. Some people go for runs to make their first poo of the day. You know, you that's know? fucking hilarious. Ladies, get it together. What are you guys doing out there, bro? She's been caught on camera. That's the worst part. <laughs> Some like thirty-nine-year-old woman. Yo, hold on! I finally got a good one. All right, go for it. <laughs> this is so stupid. Florida man googles himself to find out which Florida man he is. <laughs> oh my god what what's that even mean you don't know the the uh, uh, what's it called the legend of florida man no what is that okay so florida is filled with really 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 dumb people right yeah and anytime you open the news article or <laughs> you're you know just reading the news there's yeah. always at least one link or one article about Florida man does blah, 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 right? <laughs> and it's like, uh, one time I was reading, it was like, a Florida man throws alligator through drive through window and drives away. <laughs> like, what are you doing throwing an alligator through a window? Florida, get your shit together, man. What's wrong with you yeah. guys? <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff out there. I actually follow a Twitter account called Florida man. <laughs> no way. Seriously, yeah. I want to be twice ne- uh, in December. It's gonna be interesting. I need to. Oh go man, please, please don't be the next Florida man. No, I'm just gonna go witness this shit. I gotta go see some of these guys. Go check it out. What it's like. All right, yeah. your turn. Okay. Is it your turn or my turn? Uh, I think it's my turn. Okay. There is a spa that offers snake massages, and people love them. What the fuck? What snake massages? Yo. Who? Okay, wait, up. hold on. Is this a sex thing? No. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid those now. <laughs> snake massages. So what? They literally put a snake on your back? I guess so. Like, and is it a boa? Just, uh, like, is it squeeze you or some shit? Like, how does that? Oh, that actually could feel good. But then... no. Why would yeah. I want to come that close to my own mortality? Like, like sometimes, like my back gets like so stiff that. I would love if a fucking giant snake just tightly squeezed my body and just ringed out my back. And then How about let me you go. just be a normal human being and go see a chiropractor? How about that? Or that, <laughs> you know, or that. That's an option. But yeah, I can see the novelty in a snake massage. Cool. I'd like, send me that link, please. Thanks. <laughs> Where do they do that at, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently. This is on some random London website or something. Therapy available for Game of Thrones fans after series finale. (laughs) Wait, say that again? Therapy. There's therapy available for Game of Thrones fans after the series finale. I can see that. Seriously? Yeah, I can see that. That series fucked people up that much that they need therapy? Not that in that way. People were so upset with how it ended. That they needed therapy to talk about it. I mean, I guess I—I I don't know. I was unhappy with how it ended, but yeah. I'm not going out trying to find therapy. 
to resolve my issues with how the series ended, which happened months ago, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I don't know. Okay, cool. Keep going. <clears throat> okay, let me see. Let me see what's good out here. We'll do like uh, one or two more each. <clears throat> All right, cool. Let's go with this one. Dutch family waiting for the end of time discovered in basement. Yo, what information do they have that none of us have? <laughs> what do they know that we don't know? That sucks, man. This is waiting for the end of time. And then I'm they like, die? Yeah, like you, what is it supposed to be like a bomb shelter? Like what are they were they planning on repopulating the earth? What exactly were they planning to do? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know, but I got a funny one. Okay, go. <laughs> this is the shit that happens at Walmart. Woman who urinated on potatoes in Walmart turns herself in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I can never shop at Walmart again. (laughs) Ladies, ladies, women, girls, what the fuck is going on in your lives? What are you doing? Why are you you brushing your vaginas, pooping (laughs) during your runs, and then peeing on potatoes? The fuck is going on with you guys? <laughs> we need to talk. We need to talk. Do you want to talk to these people? What do you mean? <laughs> I want to know why she's peeing on potatoes, though. It's so specific. Bro, I'm oh never my... shopping at Walmart again. <laughs> Ew, why is this wet? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're needing in the potato bins. Yeah, who? Why didn't? How did nobody catch her? Or did she? <laughs> I don't know. Ew. No, they caught it on surveillance. Like they had her on surveillance. Yeah, the people, the things that people do, I don't, I don't understand. It's disgusting sometimes. Oh my god! Just like the one I'm about to read, and it happens to be another sex one. Yes. Okay, go. No, no, you're not going to enjoy it. Oh, okay. Never mind. I hope not. At least. <laughs> New Jersey man allegedly threatened farmers who denied him sex with animals. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. All right. That's... I like to, I love seeing who the sources of these articles are, and that one was Fox News. <laughs> oh, great. Hold on. This is fucking awesome. George Zimmerman. You guys remember this fucker? Yeah. Guy that killed Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Martin. Yeah. George Zimmerman kicked off a bumble again. <laughs> For what? I don't know. <laughs> I need to know. Send me that article. Fucking dumbass. Man. Oh my god. They have screenshots of his fucking profile. That's so funny. Yo, can I read one more? Yes, last one. Go. This is the last one. Yeah. Woman who burned down historic tree while smoking meth arrested again for smoking <laughs> meth. <laughs> Who put her back on the street thinking that she wasn't going to smoke meth again? Why, how did she burn a fucking tree down? God knows, man. This is Orlando. Again, Florida. Oh, fucking <laughs> Florida. Well, this Zimmerman thing is from Orlando, too, from Florida. Damn it. I'm not looking forward to Florida. Well, you're going to Miami. Miami's normal. You'll be all right. Just I'm stay away to, from... Uh, I'm going to Tampa and Miami. I'm going to Miami December... First week and then Tampa last week. Okay, yeah, maybe be careful in Tampa. <laughs> no, Tampa's cool. I enjoyed Tampa. I was there for a wedding a few years ago, or, or quite a few years ago now. My cousin got married down there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tampa's cool. But yeah, my- Bumble, I'm still trying to figure out why Bumble uh, kicked his George Zimmerman off. It's probably not a good look for them, bro. <laughs> like, George Zimmerman was blocked and banned in December 2018 when he first discovered his profile. This is directly from Bumble. And we have blocked and banned him again after we were informed by our users that he had created a new unverified profile. We have thousands of moderators working tirelessly with our users to make Bumble the safest and most empowering social networking platform. And this is another example of those efforts. They straight up were just like, fuck this guy. Like, it's not, I don't think he did anything. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense because 
he just has nothing positive happening around him, right? He's been arrested yeah. how many times? He's done yeah. like crazy shit how many times? It's crazy. Like, fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. Fuck his existence. Fuck him. All right. Well, I think this has been good. Yeah, let's close good it episode. out. Close it out. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, I've been uh, uh, I've been busy quite a bit, so missed one or two episodes here and there. Hopefully, we can uh, end the year strong and uh, do a few more episodes. Are we going to take a winter break? Like, <laughs> are we going to keep recording throughout till year end? Yeah, yeah, you know, once final exams end, right? And classes <laughs> before classes are back in session, we, we get a winter break, right? Can no, man, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys again for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast with your boys, Summit and Thumbit. That's it for this time. See you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. Classics. Classics.